This is the Public Speaker, quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. On LinkedIn, one of my favorite features is the ability to include a slide share presentation. What YouTube is for videos, of course, YouTube is known for video and Instagram for photos. SlideShare is for slide deck presentations. It's a great way to make your content available to a wider audience, particularly now that it's attached with LinkedIn. But first, this episode is brought to you by lynda.com. You can learn what you want, when you want, with access to over 2,700 very high-quality online courses, all for one low monthly price. And you can try it free for seven days by visiting lynda.com forward slash speaker. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash speaker. I remember when SlideShare launched back in 2006. More recently, in 2012, LinkedIn bought the company, and they added it to their suite of communication platforms that they provide to users. And of course, you can search the content on the SlideShare website, or you can create content to share with others using SlideShare as well. You probably know that there's a difference between SlideShare presentations and traditional PowerPoint presentations. Really, the main difference, the main distinction is that a SlideShare deck is a standalone presentation. That is, it's meant to be consumed without a presenter, while a PowerPoint deck is typically designed to support, of course, a verbal presentation. Of course, you can post traditional presentations to SlideShare, but today what I'm talking about are standalone SlideShare decks. So today's tips are to help you prepare one of these SlideShare presentations. So with that difference in mind, it's important to remember that the SlideShare presentation is the entire presentation. So any content that you want to share needs to be included on the slides. And remember, SlideShares are meant to be consumed quickly, so you really need to narrow down the focus. Next, SlideShare content is primarily visual. Users are going to browse the content and will be attracted or not attracted mostly to the image that you choose for your cover page. So make sure that you choose an emotionally engaging image, primarily people, faces, things that are going to have some energy to them. Choose images that are large and vibrant and that relate to your main point. I've always used a 2080 or a 1090 image rule on my PowerPoint decks. But in PowerPoint, again, the presenter supports the talk with words. So the text can be very sparingly used and images are the most important thing. But in a SlideShare presentation, again, because it is the presentation, the images will draw the readers in, but you'll still need more room for text. So I suggest a ratio closer to 40-60 for SlideShares. Also keep in mind, you won't have the verbal delivery for emphasis, so you'll use the size of the font for emphasis. And you'll want to have the most important content visually larger in general. And also keep in mind that the words that you choose for your title slide, along with that image, will be the primary decider if a person clicks to look at your deck or not. So you'll need to get very, very creative to stand out over the noise. With a SlideShare presentation, you need to deliver the information in much smaller bites. Each idea that you present should take no more than three seconds or less to read. So don't try to convey too much information on one particular slide. It's better just to add more slides in than cram more ideas onto one particular slide. 
And by the way, although SlideShare doesn't support animation, you still can have animation in the sense that you can build consecutive slides that add information consecutively. And that is a really nice way of walking the user through, again, one bit of information at a time. When you've got your presentation ready, it's time to upload. SlideShare does support several file types, but PDF will give you the clearest text and images without any pixelation. One word of caution, if you want the buttons to link to your web page, you'll need to take a few extra steps. PowerPoint doesn't save the links when you save the PDF unless you save as an Adobe PDF, and on Mac, you need to open up an Adobe Acrobat Pro and edit the document there to add the links. But you can probably learn more about that from the Tech Talker. As with all content on the web, you'll need to make sure that when you're sharing your slide share that you're thinking about search engine optimization. And the better you label your slide share, the better you'll be able to market it and get it out to more people. Be sure you categorize your slide share properly so that users can find it when they browse SlideShare decks by category. But you'll also want it so that when Google does a search, they'll also find your slide deck as well. Make sure you use all the fields that are available to fill in as much information as possible with the keywords that would be used to search for this particular content. I think SlideShare is a great way, it's a great tool for providing content to a much wider audience. And if you do it right, your SlideShare presentation can be nearly as engaging as an in-person presentation. A few months back, I created SlideShare decks for two of my most popular public speaker episodes. If you visit smarttalksuccess.com forward slash intros, you can see both of the SlideShare presentations that I'm talking about. And you can also see how many thousands of views these particular SlideShares have received. Again, I think SlideShare is one of those overlooked tools that can help you really spread your messages. This is Lisa B. Marshall helping you maximize sales, manage perceptions, and enhance leadership through keynotes, workshops, books, and online courses. I'm passionate about communication. Your success is my business. And if you'd like even more success in your life, I invite you to read my latest book, Smart Talk, or listen to my other podcast, Smart Talk, Inspiring Conversations with Exceptional People. Finally, I'd like to encourage you to visit our sponsor, lynda.com. You can have courses that are beginner level. There's courses that are advanced level. They have 2,400 courses that are taught by industry experts, and they add new courses every week. I love that it's just one low monthly price of $25, and that gives you unlimited access to the entire lynda.com library. They have a new iOS app that's more visual and it's more intuitive interface. And what's great is that you can do the courses even offline. It's really convenient. You can learn even when you don't have internet access. I think lynda.com is a great way to improve your business skills. You can keep up with technology and learn new software applications. And I've worked out a deal with lynda.com to provide you with a special offer. You can access their entire library free for seven days. If you visit lynda.com forward slash speaker, you can start your seven-day free trial. That's l-y-n-d-a dot com forward slash speaker. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>